0: Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we share with you what we taught students this past Sunday morning. Welcome to Parent Gathering. Um, I'll be here for a little bit and then Marianne's gonna come as well. Um, it's as you know, it's promotion Sunday, so it's a little bit of everything kind of all over the place. And so um, I know the new a new class for your child for some, it's like not a big deal. They were in second grade I'm just gonna move down the hall. you know, I'm still going to the same place, you know all that it's not a uh, not a big deal, but for some, I know that there it's a it's a big deal, there's some anxiousness, there's some uncertainty, you know, kind of all that. And so let me, let me encourage you with two ways as we, uh, this is kind of free, it's not really on the, on the schedule, but it's extra. So help your, help your student, help your child kind of push through the awkward. Often at the beginning of something new, um, it, it, it doesn't feel comfortable, it doesn't feel right. Just help them kind of continue through. Like sometimes we just have to, yeah, I know that's how it feels. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're still gonna go. We're still just gonna kind of push through. Um, and so it's, it's an important um, kind of thing. Know that church involvement is essential for the growth of your of your child. And sometimes you just kind of have to help them kind of push through that. Um, also equally important, um, you're gonna encounter some parents who are um, they're feeling that kind of awkwardness, that kind of uncertainty, that not really kind of kind of sure? And so um, you know, encourage them to to be connected to church. Help them. Um, it may mean you know giving rides to to their kids or repeatedly inviting um, the neighbor or encouraging other other parents. And so especially when you're at those markers, you know, new parents uh, in middle school, you know, first time into middle school, terrifying. Um, going into high school a little bit, maybe your college graduating first or whatever, and so it's a, it's a new thing. Um, welcome, grab a, grab a seat wherever you'd like. Um, and so help other, other parents, other families kinda get connected. There's also this idea that many families have, hey, it's a new year of school. I want to I want to do what I haven't done and I want to try to get my family and myself connected to church but sometimes other parents don't really kind of understand and grasp what does that really mean and how do I really do that and so help them um, and don't be afraid to share like look we didn't do it well always either and we've been we're figuring it out and we're kind of you know as, as as long as we go and so um, that's that's kind of free. Help them as we're as we're beginning. And so um, as we're beginning a new year, I kind of want to lay out um, kind of what we're here for, what we're trying to accomplish. Um, Marianne is going to share with you some some really helpful practical things about how to get the most out of this time. And so I want to want to encourage you a little bit. So parent gathering um, is designed. Um, it was it was born out of a desire to help families disciple their their children, and so um, it's designed to help develop a partnership between church and families. And it's interesting that we say kind of church like it's this separate thing, but we we are the church, and we're in families, and so we want to try to help. Um, help people, help parents to, to raise their children well. The, the verse that we keep going back to is Deuteronomy chapter 6. Um, this first part of the passage was quoted by Jesus when they asked him, Hey, so Jesus, what's like the most important part of the law? You know, there's hundreds of different laws, but like what's the, you know, the really important ones? Sounds like a question your kid would ask, right? Like, mom and dad, you tell me to do all these things, right? Like, but what's, what's the most important thing? Like, what do I have to have to do? Not just, you'd kind of like me to, you know? Like, like, I know you want me to be nice to my sister and clean up my room and do the dishes and be on time, but like, what do I have to really do? Maybe I was the only one that asked these kinds of questions. But anyway, so Jesus is asked that kind of a question and, and this is the part of the, the passage of what he quotes. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and your mind. That's what he said to them. And, and, and the passage is on and says, These words I commend to you shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the way, and when you lie down. And so it's important that we teach our children the ways of God. And it's, it's, it's saying, look, teach them like you would teach them practical things like how to cook and how to clean. Teach them the ways of God. And so we want to partner with parents to be able to help them help them do that. Secondly, we want to be able to facilitate spiritual conversations at home between parents and children. It says as you're walking along at your as you're as you're at home, as you're walking along the way, the idea for for spiritual training of our children is to be this way of life while we're doing things, while we're, you know, um living our life say, you know what, this reminds me of this spiritual truth, and they see it as a part of our, of our lives, and so we, we want to give you information to be able to help you have good conversations with your children, and so um, as, as we worship together in the, in the worship center or in the chapel, I hope that from time to time you're asking questions like, hey, what did you think about what Jason said, or, or Hunter, or David, what, what did you think about that? Uh, This is something that I thought about that and I thought about our family and and some of the things that that I'm dealing with. What what did you think about that? And what you'll find interesting is that your child may have a completely different thoughts that you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, that's how you think. And, and and so that's easier when you're when you're in a worship service. And I hope that you either were together at eight or, or going at 11. Um, but we want to be able to give you the information so that you know what it is they're learning when they're going into their class because we believe that it's essential for families to worship together but also to um, have some times when they're with, with peers. So there's some great seats here. There's some here in the middle. We'll get some more chairs for next week. This is great, glad you're here. Um, but we want to give you the information to be able to, to have conversations with your with your kids, and so um, our next gen ministries use the same curriculum. So the the second page of your handout is um, it's the just kind of the main lesson focus for um, the next quarter or so, um, and so on Sunday mornings, um, preschool, elementary, and middle school follow that follow that path, and so that's what they're teaching on on Sunday mornings. High school, we're getting those those lessons and themes on Wednesday night. We'll tend to do them in a little different order, potentially, um, because it's fitting around some of the events that we're doing, Um, and so all of everyone is getting those particular lessons. There's once in a while some exceptions, but that's what you're learning, and we wanna give you the information as a part of parent gathering to be able to have those conversations, because I know that you get a limited number of questions about Sunday morning. My mom was great at this. She would ask me 14 questions. I had about the capacity to answer three, two of them with intelligence, and, and But the other was I was just like, man, mom, it's just, it's just too much. And so um, it's, we're going to give you some, some information to be able to kind of help you you with that. And so um, because we want to be able to facilitate conversations between parents and children. And so um, middle school, preschool and elementary are following that on Sunday morning. Um, like I said, high school is doing that on Wednesday night. Sunday morning, high schoolers, ninth and tenth grade um, are, are looking at theology and worldview. Eleventh um, grade, they're talking about contemporary issues. All those things that we're not really sure we want to we want to talk about, but we need to look at them from a biblical worldview. And then twelfth um, grade is looking at um, gospel-centered life and help helping them to to live a life that's centered around around the gospel. Um, the third thing we're trying to do is this ministry was born out of a desire to connect parents to each other so that we can support each other through the journey of parenting. Before we started, another um, dad and I were talking about the joy. Of having older high school kids who are becoming somewhat independent, and the the balancing act wrestling match that that can be that's a joyful, beautiful thing. It's also really hard, <laughs> um, and and so we want to be able to to connect you to other parents who are going through similar things. Um, preschool parents, you have a a similar battle, a similar journey together, where you're like, I got. A nap yesterday afternoon would you rejoice with me that i got a nap because the you know the kids are down i you know and so it's it's a it's a different a different rhythm elementary parents you have these similar these similar challenges and we want you to be able to have these conversations um, t- t- together and so have you noticed that the, the younger the children are the more parents are willing to kind of ask questions on social media and kind of publicly parents over preschool will say hey how do you get your kid to maintain taking the nap right and people will kind of have discussion about that. There is not a high school parent who will post their questions of, hey, um, my kid is um, getting involved in some some wrong substances and I'm concerned about that. What do you do with that? And so we wanna have a place where, where we can have conversations together. And so the time together is, 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 is important. And so, um, and then we also, um, we wanna train parents in in biblical parenting have the opportunity to support one another. Because um, I I want you to be able to be really honest with your parenting experience. I hope as you're meeting in your groups, and as you will in a little little bit, that every week that everyone does not have a glowing report that their family is doing great. Because that's not true, is it? (laughs) There are weeks that um, our families are struggling, and we need each other to support each other and pray for each other. And that's part of the, of the goal so that we can connect each other um, and, and, and support one another. Um, I hope that if you've been part of parent gathering for a little while, that you're making friends with people who have kids at a similar age. And I hope that if there's moments where you're, where you're feeling the, the, the pinch and you're a little in crisis and you need some prayer, that you may reach out to them and say, Hey, would you just pray for me? You, my child is challenging me right now. And I just need you to pray for me. And I hope that you pray for each other and you, you keep some requests and, and care for each other. Um, another part of, uh, of, of the mission of parent gathering is to reach families that are not part of, of living hope. Acts 1.8 says, um, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. There are a lot of families um, who do not get up on a Sunday morning and come to, to church. And a number of those parents would come to something like this. They would gather here and, and talk to other parents and, and ask about what's going on with their kids before they might go to a worship service. And so don't be afraid of saying, no, why don't you, why don't you come to a parent gathering? You know, and, and if you want to go to the worship service eventually, great. But this is, is to be and can be an on ramp for for other parents. Um, that's our that's our desire I I met with a a college student recently who um, he, he found the gospel found Jesus through TikTok, and he and he in many ways understood the gospel but he was wrestling through this world that he's living in and and the gospel but the the tragedy of his story is that him nor his parents had anyone that he that they knew who were believers I said, well, did you know anybody? Did you know anyone from school or, or a sports team or wherever that you played that could kind of help you in this wrestling as you're trying to follow Jesus and yet all the things of the world are coming at you? And he's like, I didn't really have anybody that I knew who was a believer in those, in those places. This person lived in bowling, lives in Bowling Green. I mean, it, like, you will pass the area. Like, it's not one of those things where you're like, oh, that's like way out there in another place, another state didn't have a, a connection to a person who knew Jesus. Um, and then lastly, we want to we train parents in, in biblical training. Um, living according to the Bible does not come naturally. Um, if left to ourselves, we tend to look to our children to be our friend we look to to them as identity we we may become <clears throat> kind of kind of a free range parent maybe you've heard where you just kind of let them do what they're going to do and say no no they'll be okay i just kind of need to feed them once in a while and just sort of let them you know you know they'll be fine or or left to ourselves we might become the you know the helicopter parent you've heard the helicopter parent very hovering always present always needing to kind of know what's going on because you're very worried and very anxious or the snowplow parent, have you heard the snowplow parent, is the one that goes ahead of their child and makes it all easy. I am going to move all obstacles, and some of you are thinking, I know these people. <laughs> I know these people. And so, but left to ourselves, this is kind of what we, what we naturally do, but instead we want to be a godly parent who models a growing Christian life, who teaches and lives biblical principles, who makes a disciple of their child. And so um, we want to we want to do that well. So so part of each week is um, not only learning what your ch- child is learning, but also some some training. And so I put put on your sheet some of the next things we're going to we're going to talk about. Um, next week we'll be developing some rhythms for the school year, helping your child develop deep friendships. Um, our need to, to worship together. Um, the 11th, when it says Connection Week, that'll be a week where we um, just do the lesson review and we give you longer in your small groups because we honestly want you to connect and build relationships as parents of kids who are in a similar way. Have you noticed that when you were younger, you kind of had friends that were kind of about your age, you know, college students, whatever. and now as you have children, you tend to have friends who are the same life stage you know it's kind of like oh they're they're i mean we're not the same age but our kids play together our kids are on the same team our kids have the same whatever and so you tend to hang out with them and so that's where the where that where that connection is and that may make you feel either really young or really old either one <laughs> um so those are those connection weeks, and then um, we're going to spend two weeks talking about confronting pain in your family life. Um, fall break will be off, and then communicating with your child. Um, how do you communi- effectively communicate with your child at different life stages? Um, and then disciplining your child. And then the uh, the 30th will be parent conversations with the Next Gen team. We as the Next Gen team will be here, and um, we want to hear from you. We'll spend a lot of time in those small groups with you guys, just hearing. How's it going? What, where, what can we do? we can going serve you. And then, um, so a couple a couple random things. If you've missed it, the handouts are always out in the hallway right outside the door. Um, they're graded, so they have um, the, the, the grade that you'll be going to. Um, groups, as we break out into, into small groups afterwards, you can pick and be in the group that you want. They're designed to be by the age of your children. So if you have multiple children at multiple age groups, you're going to kind of have to pick and decide. There's no shame if you're like, "Look, this child that this age group in my family making me crazy. I need to go get some help with that." That's okay. There's no shame in that. That's fine. Um, it's a no judgment zone. And so, um, I, if you if if you want advice, I would usually say go to the one that's older because you've not been through that stage before. Um, but now that I have two in high school, I used to have one in middle school, I might have gone to the middle school group for a while. Um, a- a- attendance, um, if you could just mark the attendance that's in there, if your name is not on the sheet that you, or the group that you're in, because you're either new or you're changing groups, which again is fine, but again, I can I encourage you to be consistent with that group. Like pick the group and stick with it so you're developing relationships. But I know that we're at a new season now where kids are new grades and if you wanna shift groups, that's okay. Maintain the friendships that you have in the other one. You know, don't shame the people who have left your group. You know, too bad. You know, if you, a little bit is probably okay, but but um, you know, uh, that's okay. So just make those make those marks on there. Um, you may want to exchange um, contact information and create like a, a group chat or something within your within your group. Go, go ahead and do that. Um, all right. So I talked about connection with parent conversations. Um, all right. Quickly because I don't have a lot of time. I want to give time to Mariana with what she has. Um, Elementary students, they follow the plan. They do that really well. Student ministries doesn't always follow the plan. Sorry, it's too here. So elementary is talking about Ephesians 5 and the fact that we need to, to imitate who Christ is, that being a believer is imitating the life and the ways of Christ, but that means that we're going to be different than the people around us. And that being imitators of Christ means that we're means that we're different. In in middle school, um, they're talking about the power of your story, the fact that God is a God who pursues us, and that our nat- our natural response to tasting and seeing that God is good as He pursues us is for that to overflow and to to share with others. And so the the reality that God is doing something in us, and that we have a story that we can tell to. To others. Um, high school, um, we're talking about the fact that we are made in God's image. We're made to be part of the family of God. We're made to be worshipers. And that's to be a rhythm that, that we have um, is what our main, our main thrust for, uh, for high school is, uh, is this morning. for listening to the parent gathering podcast we invite you to join us at 9:30 on sunday mornings in room 215 where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents for more information about living hope next gen ministries go to livehopeful.com